That's for sure. <laughs> we just did this a few days ago. I know. <laughs> and now we're doing it twice. Wait, we don't put out an episode for an entire month. Now we're doing two within the span of five days. We are going to do two. And um, I listened back to the last show we did uh, in the car. And I noticed that when I don't have a mic stand, I just move yeah. the mic around. You got to stay on the mic. You know, if you guys are out there and you hear how annoying this is. So I was doing that a little bit. And so I'm going to try and keep this phallus directly perpendicular lips to keep keep this phallus next to my lips um just treat it like you treat all the other ones yes yes very gently um uh so this isn't a full episode okay (laughs) just telling you guys right 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 out it's just not going to be one no it's our very first edition of monsters in the morning <laughs> it's That's our new morning show. Stupid. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> but uh, you know what? It's a morning it's, show. It's great. It's yes. our morning show, so to speak. But we figured also, like now that the uh, holidays are upon us, coming down like a ton of bricks or the sort of Damocles being released to, to slice off your neck, uh, there might be some folks on the who are you know a little newer to this that might benefit from uh, you and I rehashing all the old uh, tips and tricks to stay sober during the holiday season. Yeah, it's always good to hash and rehash when it comes time for these things. Smoke some hash. Smoke some smoke weed every day. Hey, did you like those turkey gobble, gobbles I put in the episode? I, I noticed them. Did you even them? notice them? I did, and um, I was driving, so I didn't text you immediately. But yes, I heard the <laughs> gobble. It was excellent. Because at first I'm like, wait, how did he do that? Um, and then I was thinking, did I make that sound with my mouth? <laughs> like, cause sometimes I'll, but no, it was no. a turkey. So if you haven't listened to the last episode, go ahead and do it. Um, <laughs> Not just listen. You don't, now. They don't have to listen to it. Just I think you should stop this episode, go back and find the turkey gobble. You know what though? Before what? we get started, you know what we need to talk about? What's that? We need to talk about <laughs> alcohol recovery in the workplace, talking about sobriety and providing Proving it to your employer can be so difficult, and our friends at Soberlink want to help. Soberlink. If you need a reliable way to present documented proof of sobriety to a boss or a loved one, mm-hmm. who can help? Uh, I think Soberlink has something for you. Soberlink can help. Soberlink is... What is Soberlink? I don't know. It's a high-tech portable breathalyzer system that, one, uses facial recognition technology to verify identity, so you can't have your dog or somebody else blow into okay. it for you. Oh, your kid. Uh, two, uh, it has unique sensors. Unique sensors. Unique sensors. <laughs> it's my to, favorite kind of sensor. To ensure that no other air sources are being used, like a scuba tank or... <laughs> I just thought of that one. I, I used to try and think of ways to fool my uh, breathalyzer, but this is this would have scared the shit out of me when, <laughs> when this was being implemented on me. Well, it appears there's technology in there. Aha. Uh, and it sends results directly to your specified contact, so there's no questioning whether or not you took the test and whether or not you altered the reporting. Mm-hmm. That's why Soberlink's remote control alcohol monitoring system is considered the gold standard. Being in recovery from alcohol does not define the future of your career. No. Hopefully. Uh, Let Soberlink help. (laughs) Unless you become a recovery coach or something. (laughs) Right. In which case, it's good for your career. Yeah. Uh, Learn more about Soberlink and request an exclusive $50 off promo code by visiting 
www.soberlink.com slash middle hyphen ages. Um, Mike, I would just like to say that um, you may have sensed some kind of, uh, you know, it was a little robotic, you read. I'm just giving you notes on it. You know, I don't want anybody to think we're just reading this ad and getting through it and going to the show, like, reluctantly. We think this is a great product. Yeah, well, they sent us Um, money, so. Yeah, so, you know. (laughs) That's why I'm doing it. It's very cool. (laughs) But, uh, you know, the great Grant B also has been using this long before um, the ad came out here. So, it really is... um, Something that, like I said, were I in the position I was earlier, uh, this would have scared the shit out of me. But when it would have really been great is when Grant was using it for me. Like when I was at that stage where I'm like, guys, I'm sober. Mm -hmm. You don't have to worry. And nobody believes you because they remember all the shit you did last Christmas and last Thanksgiving. So this is a great way to verify to your loved ones that you are not getting soused. It provides uh, accountability and accountability in the early days of recovery and even in the not so early days is important, especially when you've left a trail of destruction behind you Mm -hmm. and you are uh, in a precarious uh, position with your employer. It's a great way to, you know, reassure everybody that you have, in fact, yes, ventured down the road of recovery and are being successful. It's a good faith movement. So sober link. Self-binding also is the other thing. Also, I heard from... um, uh, Soberlink, they said they got several um, like form filled filled out to like request more information. Right, just for so guys, thank you for reaching out to our sponsor. Um, keep doing it; it's uh, very uh, impressive to them. When <laughs> we can send anyone, it's impressive to me. Yeah, if anybody listens. To I'm them. amazed. And are we back? Yeah, and we're back. Welcome to Recovery <laughs> in the Middle Ages. Did we go somewhere? We didn't go anywhere. We just read. Welcome to Recovery in the Middle Ages, the podcast about two middle-aged suburban dads in their pursuit of life, love, and recovery. And this is RMA Mornings. I'm trying to think of in a catchy house. morning name, like um, Morning with the Alcoholics. Or No, that's not very catchy. I, I don't uh, uh, accept that term. How about um, Come and Get It with Nat and Mike? Come and get it. Come and get it. <laughs> <laughs> Bagels, locks, and recovery. Your coffee enema with, with Nat and Mike. Yes. <laughs> Bend over the sink and wake up. So. So, what the hell are we going to talk about Well, um, there's a few things we could talk about. Uh, I was just thinking, you know, when we were planning, okay, how can we have a new show uh, for us and for you guys? Uh, and we thought this was kind of going to be the best way forward, where we would just kind of get together Every morning, just kidding, yeah. um, you know, and talk about uh, either a news story, um, you know, or what's going on in our lives, if it's, you know, something interesting, and um, just get kind of a regular little thing. But this, I envisioned, would be like people are going to Thanksgiving dinners, maybe you're stressing out a little bit and you don't feel like digging back into the old RMA catalog trying to find it. So I thought it may be a little crash course on some tips we uh, read about for staying sober. Yeah. Yes. By the way, can I before we get into that? Yes. Can I just say that it's this is very weird to me that we're doing this in your house. Oh yeah. I think this is the first time we've ever done it. And yeah, we haven't done house. it here yet. And uh, you know, I was I was hanging a hose in your bathroom a minute ago. <laughs> and I had <laughs> a hose. <laughs> I, I put the seat back down. Yeah. Um, and I noticed you have a collection of Daleks in there. From yes. Doctor Who. Yes, we do. Why do you have 
five Daleks in your bathroom. The better question is, why don't you have five Daleks? <laughs> what is a Dalek? If you guys don't watch Doctor Who, it's these really... Well, how do you, would you describe a Dalek? It's like an alien robot that looks like a cheesy, like old science fiction monster. Yeah, it looks robot. like the BBC took a bunch of parts that they had lying around from some yeah, other show and put them totally together is. to it's create like, like a, an outer space robot. <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, those are Noah's. I don't know why he has so many Daleks, but... There they are. They used to go around saying, exterminate. Exterminate. Yeah, so it's a nice Uh, decoration for the holidays. Yeah, it's holiday Dalek. Holiday Dalek. Anyway, it's it's good to be in a a room where it's light out, you know, because we we do this in my basement. It's like dark. Well, what should we call this? Because your studio is Grayskull. Um, this, the other one was the storeroom, um, Castle Kingsley. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Castle Kingsley. <laughs> so since you are, you know, playing a king, yes, you are a king in the pageant. This did year. I did I mention that on the show? You did. You yeah, did. I'm I'm getting a little nervous about it. Um, at church the next day after we did the show, we were rehearsing, mm-hmm. and that was the first time it really hit me that I'm gonna have to sing this. In front of the church, and I haven't done it since I was a kid in this same church. Really? And I'll never forget it because I must have been 10 or 11. And it, it's scary if you guys don't know um, my local church's pageant, <laughs> which many of you don't. <laughs> but most of you. <laughs> it's very low-key, but you ha- the kings walk down the aisle, the piano's playing, and you have to sing. One brings gold, one brings myrrh, and uh, Frankenstein. Right, yes. Right. So um, what happened to me when I did it as a kid was my voice cracked, of course, on the high note. Mm -hmm. And it was being taped. And guess who loved to play it back in our living room (laughs) and rewind it and play it again? My brother. So I have some trauma associated with this particular uh, pageant song. And so this is going to be a real like a completion of the hero's journey. I'm thinking of it. Wow. This is when I return. All roads lead right? to redemption. Man. I return back to the place that I failed, <laughs> and I have a chance, small chance, but I have a chance at redemption. And so I'm beginning to get nervous. I, I think you'll be able to pull it off. Uh, hopefully your voice won't crack this time. Although if it does, that would be fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and Max, my little eight-year-old, yeah. is another king. Wow. Which I thought he would freak out about, but he's like excited. He's like, I get a solo. Which king are you? Are you the gold, uh, the frankincense, or the myrrh king? uh, I'm the second verse, which I don't remember. Mm. I I don't even know the lyrics for this verse. It's like one of the verses nobody knows. Isn't it coming up soon? It is. Shouldn't you be studying that? I don't have a hymnal near me, but... Straighten your crown, queen. You'll be fine. So it's going to be the three Kingsleys. Going down the hall. <laughs> yeah. That's not by accident. No. I, Three Kingsleys. You know, it's kind of sad because the church, uh, here's why this is sad. The reason adults have to be in it is because there's not enough children. Mm. Um, they're just, the church has not filled back up. And people are not racing to get back to a kind of like old-fashioned uh, Presbyterian church. Imagine that. I don't understand it. <laughs> Once you've had a taste of freedom, captivity but, is no longer the same. Listen, we do what we can. But um, my main concern is how do, I, uh, how do I stay sober during the holidays? Because I've got a holiday party coming up. You do. Right. And all of you out there in Munsterland. I do? Do I have a holiday party? Aren't you inviting like a hundred people to your house? Oh yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yes. different. I, well, so so what we did was we 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 uh, we did some exhaustive research, 
and found a couple of different, uh, uh, what do you call those places where you go to get recovery? Uh, rehabs. Rehabs. A couple of different rehabs put out uh, some tips and tricks for staying sober during the holiday. And I looked at them and I thought, well, some of these are okay. And some of them, eh, I don't know so much. Hmm. So uh, I'm at the, I, I don't want to name the rehabs that we got these from. I just don't think that's a good idea. Okay. Okay. Sure. Unless you do. No, I don't particularly care. So uh, are we looking at the first one, which is five practices for staying sober during the holidays? Five practices for staying sober during the holidays. Yep. Uh, Okay. So let's go. Let's, why don't we take the list? Yes. And riff on, you know. Isn't that the same one? I don't know. Is this the, I I think I printed like too many of them. To you yesterday, and I don't know if that's what we're working off. Of. No, um, oh, I didn't get send the other one. How to stay hober, sober? How to hober? It's, a, it's early. <laughs> how to hober? How to hober? If you don't stay sober, you end up being a hober. A hober. I don't know. All right, let's work off that one. I don't. Okay, care. and then the I have same, to find my phone and print the other one. <laughs> how to stay sober during the holidays? The first one they mention is maintain your recovery routine. Oh yeah, this is the same. Okay, assuming you have one, right? I mean. Yeah. A recovery routine. Right. Like, what's your recovery routine? You know, texting me once in a while yeah, and doing pretty, a show? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much it. Yeah, but... Um, but, I mean, I don't no. think it's an accident that we've picked up the pace of these yes. the holidays have gotten closer. I, because I have point. sort of felt... And somebody on the, on the Discord said this. Uh, do you have a black cat? No, that's the okay. uh, stray cat right, we sorry. feed. His name is Matt. Um, somebody on the Discord said this, that... Um, when you find yourself getting pushing the recovery stuff further and further yeah. away, that's when you uh, you run the risk of the relapse. Yes, right? of course. Um, because I, you know, one of the reasons that you know we talked about this a little bit in the past episode about uh, why we wanted, uh, why I was thinking I wanted to kind of take a step away from this. For yeah, a while, I was thinking about you know? that. Yeah, and, and I started thinking like, why do I really want to? Because I, I enjoy doing the show. Mm-hmm. I like seeing you. I like sitting and talking about this. I don't like talking about it all the time. Right. But, you know, I need to talk about it a little bit. Right? I think so. I th- And I was thinking, you know, those same thoughts after we finally kind of decided, we're like, oh, we could do this in the morning. I was immediately like, I was relieved because mm-hmm. I, I'm... You know, after we talked about, you know, we never want to think about recovery and we want to move on with our lives. And and yes, that's true, but we shouldn't go away from what got us here. Right. It means, you know, maybe you dial it back, but just trying to keep it at the forefront of your mind. So I think that's what this is speaking to. Some kind of recovery routine, if it's meetings or push-ups or whatever you well, do. And, and that's a good point because it doesn't necessarily have to be 12-step meetings. Uh, it could be whatever your spirituality is, yeah. like go to church, you know, pray, meditate. Um, Call your mother. You know, and, and, you know, whatever your self-care routine looks like, like working out, for example. I mean, to me, that's the big one. I right. have to get you that run workout every in day. every single day. So that, I would say, is part of your recovery routine. Yes, yep. and, I, and everybody in my family knows not to fuck with me <laughs> when I'm, or or set it up so that I can't get a run in because they they know two things. They don't think that I'll necessarily go out and hit the bottle. Right. They know I'm going to be a total dick most of the day. <laughs> You're going to be taking that. it out on the rest <laughs> of the world. Exactly. So <laughs> what I have to do is I have to rearrange my schedule. So even I've been off yesterday. I was off yesterday. I'm off today. Off tomorrow. I still get up at 5 a.m. and go out there and do it. Now I'm not saying like 
that should be your your gold but standard your because routine. a lot of people don't like to do that, right? <laughs> Most people, <laughs> Most do people do not don't like doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but whatever your your self care routine is, don't let it go by the wayside because you're running errands, you're doing all this shit for the holiday because. Then you get off your center, and when yeah. you're off your center, shit, bad shit happens. And when you least expect it, you'll be at a holiday party. You'll see like the uh, mimosas coming out, and um, maybe there's bloody marys being made, and maybe it's one of those bloody marys where is that? Can you is that the plural? See, those bloody are both Mary? morning drinks. Yeah, That's morning drink. Well, it's morning. You see, <laughs> and I even used to like a little bit of horseradish, some spices. Yeah, so it's like a meal. Mm. You're replacing your vitamin C. I'm getting hungry and thirsty. I actually have been having uh, virgin Bloody Marys. In the morning? Uh, Not only when we go to these brunch places. Yeah. You know, so that's actually a good technique for going somewhere where they're serving alcohol to feel a part of, and sometimes it's good, Mm -hmm. you know, you get the non-alcoholic or uh, virgin uh, drink that other people are drinking. Uh, And so that, that would make me feel better if I got that, you know, Bloody Mary. Yeah feeling in the morning i was always one of those people that ordered tomato juice on an airplane really yeah you're it you're like were you ever one of those no and i never understood it and i and i remember sitting on an airplane looking at that tomato juice can and thinking who the hell orders tomato (laughs) juice on an airplane (laughs) there's a this guy there is science behind supposedly it's because your taste buds are 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 messed up and you can't taste salt as much at thirty thousand feet that i don't know there's a that's interesting. Anyway, so so talking about going to brunch and ordering Virgin Marys, the second recommendation here is to pass on triggering events. Pass on them, as in don't go to them. Yeah. Don't go to the office party. Don't go to the family gathering or the neighborhood celebration or New Year's Eve with friends. Yeah. I uh, I don't know how I feel about that one. I, I think if you're fresh and new and you're within your first 90 days or so, yeah. maybe it's a good idea to be discreet discriminating about what you go to and what you don't. Yeah, you don't have to go to everything. You don't, like, but you also don't want to end up like a hermit no. sitting at home mm. uh, because there's a lot of people who do did their best drinking at home in the closet and stuff. Yeah. So well, maybe what you need is to get out. Which is one of the reasons <laughs> so many people join 12-step groups or recovery, smart recovery. Right. It's you're getting that community and it's, it's all sober fun. I used to love when I was in AA... Um, around the holidays, they would always have like a holiday party. Yeah, they have parties. So for right. people who don't have a lot of family because they've been completely, you know, disowned by them, or and I knew a lot of guys like that, like hadn't seen their kids in twenty years because of their drinking. Right. But at this AA group, you know, they could have that family, you know, without all of the drinking pressure and, and that sort of thing. So you know, lean on your uh, sober communities. I think it might be a good idea if it's your first year. To maybe go really light on the socialization. Yeah, just go to the AA Christmas. <laughs> go to that one, or or if you, if you, I mean, let's face it, you're a member of a family. You have kids. You have a wife. If you haven't gotten rid of them all through your boozing, right? Um, maybe you're going to have to go to the holiday event. Yeah. Maybe you're going to have to go see grandma or aunt whoever on the other side of town because if you don't, it's going to be a right. problem. You know, and yeah. you know if you do that then you need a plan mm-hmm. for what you're going to do when you get there, which sort of dovetails into number three, having a holiday plan. Because if you do attend a party where drinks are served, prepare yourself for the event. Yes. Walk through potential party scenarios and how you will react. 
plan your arrival and departure, who will spend, who you'll spend time with, and who you will not. Okay. Hmm. Just to stop there, you can do that, and then when you get there, realize it's probably all going to go out the window. Yeah. From like I th- I've talked about this before, but early on when I was trying to get sober, I learned that in one of my recovery groups um, that you should make a plan. And I have to say that, yeah, it does go out the window. It's like everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the mouth. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, right. <laughs> but for me, just having the, the discussion before going uh, with my wife actually had that had the biggest effect on me. The fact that I had called myself out. And I knew the plan was there, and I was able to relax a bit more. See, I think that's a better idea is to is to is to have that plan alongside somebody else, like a spouse or oh, somebody yeah. that you're I, going with. Hundred percent. Don't just keep the plan in your head and not keep it. You know, tell anybody else. Yeah. Quick aside, mm. or as a squirrel, as I call it, because it's a, a little squirrel. squirrel running on the aside. Yes. Uh, did you know <laughs> that Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield have gotten together to re- to release a bunch of ear shaped THC gummies? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have seen that coming? For those of you that are less than middle ages, middle aged, you may remember the famous Tyson Holyfield bout back in the had to be the nineties, maybe. Uh, yeah, where so. the uh, Tyson went up to Holyfield and took a huge chunk out of it, but bit. He bit a huge chunk out of Evander yeah, Holyfield's ear. Google and that. And spit it on the floor. I, yeah, I watched that while it happened. Me too. And pay-per-view. I remember seeing Tyson go up to the side of his head thinking, is he biting his ear? <laughs> and then they broke them up. And I'm like, no, it's impossible. And then he went and did it again. Yeah. So he took a mouthful. And Evander Holyfield still has like a, a mouth-shaped bite, like a bite missing from the top of his ear from it. It really is amazing, though, that, like, what money can do, right? Like, because apparently now, I, I saw the ad, I actually posted it on my Facebook uh, page, my personal one. Uh, they're, like, arm in arm, and Tyson's, like, making a play bite for for his ear. Oh, it's, Jesus. It's, like, really funny. But, yeah. you know, money heals all, heal, money and, and weed heal all wounds. It, yeah, it brings us all together, <laughs> yeah. so we'll have to get... So, anyway, back to having a holiday party plan. Yes. Um, so, like, my, my technique for these things, for holiday or work parties, which are more or less holiday parties with the, without the festivities, um, I get there early. I get there early and I get a drink in my hand. Yes. And it's an, an, a non-alcoholic drink. It probably goes without That's saying. a big one because um, it takes care of a lot of the, you got to have a drink with me. Right. And, and you can kind of decide for yourself whether you want that drink to be like, um, to look like an alcoholic drink or if you want it to just be like a like, soda, right? Yeah. Because you can kind of fake it if there's people you need to talk to at a work party. I used to want to do that. I used to want to fake it. Yeah, me get too. Get the ginger ale in the rock glass with the twist. Yeah, like get me the red straw. Yeah, or, yeah. Put, it, or put, it, put this in a wine glass, whatever. Now I'm like um, the exact opposite. Like if you, you get yeah. me going at a party, I, I won't shut up about why I'm not drinking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah so it was not like that in the beginning though. Yeah, it took me a while too to like start to like – Really think of it as an asset. It's almost for me like a, a conversation starter. Yeah. You know, I almost, yeah, like I use it and I want to be asked sometime about it because it gives me a chance to just open my mouth and blah, 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 which you know that I love to do. Yeah. The other thing that's kind of weird is like because I was a wino, like I drank <laughs> a lot of wine, I know a lot about wine. So I love you the, can talk the talk. I love the cognitive dissonance that yeah. comes with 
sitting down and with somebody who's drinking wine, talking to them about wine, and then telling them, oh, yeah, I don't drink anymore. I don't drink, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the look on their face is like, what? But, gee, but he's talking about it. Wow, you know? how is that possible? Yeah. How can the two coexist? Yeah. I did that with Scotch recently. Forget where we were, and the guy was talking to one of the Max's parents' friend's house, and it was a big drinking party, and uh, just going on, and I was talking about single malt scotches and the ones I used to like, right. and then them knowing I don't drink. You know, you could see there was that, like, in there, they're like, wait a second. Right. How is this possible? But one thing that does do, though, is it uh, it lets them, because some people, you tell them, I don't drink alcohol, and they don't, they think, oh, maybe he's just never drank alcohol. But right. if you can hold forth on whiskey and wine and then be like, ah, I don't drink anymore, yeah. then they're like, oh, this guy had a problem. With yeah. Right? Yep, yep, yep. They definitely, because uh, I'm sure I was thinking those same things when I was, before I got sober, because I remember a few instances there were people who didn't drink. And I was like so confused. Yeah. And, um, but it, I made that assumption. Right. Uh, that they probably they had a real problem. Huh. So people do the same about us. We had a guy, a, a, an attorney that I used to work with, and I'd see him at these conferences, and he apparently was in the program, and he had quit several years before. But he was like, he had a huge wine cellar. Mm -hmm. And so he, we, he would show up to these dinners at, at like some of these fancier places where you're allowed to bring your own Cabernet Sauvignon like out in California. Right, And right. he would bring a bottle from the wine cellar and talk all about it and then put it on the table and not touch a drop of it and just say, yeah, you know, I, I don't. You know, I don't drink anymore. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah. You know, and I used to think like it created this weird thing in my head because I was still drinking at the time. I'm right. like, wow, this guy doesn't drink, but he's like bringing wine from the wine cellar. It's really weird. Yeah. 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 It's I don't know what, what, you know, how that sat with him or like yeah. what he thought about that. But, you know, uh, anyway, but um, it's interesting, you know, you have a holiday plan. You're talking about telling your spouse or somebody. Um Number four on this list is to communicate with loved ones. So that, yes. that fits right in there. Right. Um, share with your family and friends so they can help and support your recovery. Be mindful during holiday planning. A supportive family can make the difference between recovery and relapse. You know, that's that's tough, right? Because if you're fresh in your sobriety, your family may still have some issues with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's... Um, and. and and sometimes this gets in the way of like coming out with it. Like I was helping, um, I was talking to one of the monsters some time ago and uh, he was struggling <clears throat> and I said, you know, the first thing you should do is, you know, get your family involved, tell them what you're trying to do. And this way you may have an easier time if they're understanding that, mm -hmm. you know, and that was in a totally secret case, but in the case where they're still mad at you and haven't forgiven you, that's a whole other uh, problem. Yeah. And well, you can tell that this uh, rehab is sort of 12 step based because mm -hmm. the, the next sentence there is um, family members need to get involved in their own recovery from codependency. Right. I mean, come on. Yeah. Really? Well, I mean, I, I've been through this where they I was at one uh, outpatient rehab where, you know, I was maybe 38 years old at the time and it was required that my parents and my wife be part of this, like a weekly meeting type mm -hmm. of thing. And I remember that feeling so, like, it was almost like violated. Like, these are my like septuagenarian parents. Right. Why are they, you know, why do they have to be required? Like, why are we dragging them through this when I'm in a, you know, essentially an adult at 38 years old? I don't know. But in the end, I think it, um, 
maybe it was helpful to get, like educate them a little bit. I guess, but the idea that they need to recover from their own codependency. Yeah, that's over the ir- top. Irritates me. That's over the top. <laughs> oh, I need coffee. Nat's going to get a cup of coffee. Uh, <laughs> so, um, wow, you just... So wait, you have an Nespresso, don't you? I do. Do you also have a regular coffee pot? I do. Okay. But so I you're getting both veins. Right, but I haven't right. bought Nespresso pods, you know. I'm oh, out it's been of a them. While. Yeah, and I, I always say like, oh, you can't find them anywhere. Meanwhile, I could go on my phone and hit There's order. An app. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get an app. <laughs> they also have them at Roosevelt Field, this place. But Oh, really? Yeah. It's an Nespresso boutique. I you drink it black? Yes. No sugar? No sugar. Fucking savage, man. I, I love how it. you do that. I love it. Um, so, okay, after, we're de- after we've uh, assisted our relatives in recovering from their codependency, right. we can move on to number five, which is uh, lending a helping hand. Hand job? Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, outside the Holland Tunnel, five dollars. <laughs> Depends on where your party is, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, skip the party and hel- head out to help others. There are countless opportunities to serve your community during the holidays, homeless shelters, recovery programs, community toy drives, etc. Um, or, <laughs> or of course, you can engage deeper into your AA or recovery support group. That's in bold. The other ones are yeah. just, you know. Yeah. Clothe I, the, the naked, the homeless. That's in. Yeah, that, this is not a, as important. This is a great idea, of course, but I don't know how realistic it is that you're going to, you know, that many people will do that you know it's it's hard to get involved in stuff like that sometimes especially if you're not used to doing it you don't know who to work you know talk to about volunteering and you don't know the people I think what I do with I mean the the way I lend a helping hand to help me not drink if I'm at the party I'm the guy and probably one of the few people who will want to do this but I would do the dishes yeah like I get involved right. in the cleanup and it just I, I do I like the same thing because I focus on you know clearing plates and people always appreciate it and mm-hmm. when you're not drinking they think oh he's you know helping out and what a great guy uh, so between <laughs> helping clean out like um, and then hang out with the kids mm-hmm. you know the little kids are always getting neglected at these parties because the parents are wasted yeah so yeah. I get to be the cool sober uncle uh, who actually cares about what they think? That's a really good idea, yeah. and, and a much it's much more practical than uh, trying to go out and find someplace on Thanksgiving to 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 uh, to volunteer for. I actually was turned away a couple of Thanksgivings oh, yeah. when I tried to do that because they're like, you know, of all the times of the year, we need people like the rest of the year. Right. Thanksgiving, we're overwhelmed with volunteers. Yep, people you know. feeling guilty about yeah. not volunteering all year round. That was me. Yeah. Um, so you, I mean, you know, you can participate in clothing drives, canned food drives, stuff like that. And if that keeps you busy, that's great. Um, but I, but I like your idea of, of working where you're at, right. Meeting the situation where you're at, man. Yeah. It always helped me. Um, so those are some ideas. Um, Oh, and reach out. Um, so throughout this holiday season, the monsters are going to be active on the discord and Facebook. Facebook group and I'm going to be on there too so if you're having a real problem or if you're sitting at Thanksgiving dinner just jump on your phone and message recovery in the middle ages and one of us is going to respond I mean because it pops up on our phone so if you're really struggling out sometimes reach out I mean it's weird do you want to do a couple more or you do you have to go to work what time is it it's uh nine o'clock 
Um, let's do a couple more. Okay. Because I, I like some of these ones from, and I am going to name this place because um, I like some of these tips better. Uh, mm. You ever hear of Turnbridge in Connecticut? Yeah, but. I think Dave sends people there. That's where I, I must have heard yeah. it. I don't know. Like I wasn't, I didn't go yeah. there. But. From, Dave from Dopey, uh, occasionally they get scholarships and send people to rehab. And I think this is one of the places they send Yeah, them. he's got the Dopey Foundation now. So um, I think they're going to be doing a lot more of that. So this is sort of more, um, you know, 20,000 feet. Then it is about you know having having a plan and bringing a, a drink to a party. So number one, uh, their their first one is to recognize your relapse triggers, because knowledge is important, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you, you know, you're you're gonna like for example, tomorrow night, Wednesday night, night before Thanksgiving, everybody comes home from wherever they were. Right. If you're younger, I forgot and about they that. Go out to all the go out to the bars, and it's all the same people you've you've yeah. known for your whole life. If you if you live. In you the can't, same area. You can't go if you're not drinking to those things. You can't. <laughs> People from I, high school. I and, think in that particular situation, you really should should stay away. Yeah. You know? th- that's a good one to duck out. I haven't gone to the Wednesday night party thing in ages and ages because it's such... I mean, I used to, obviously, but right. that is a pretty debaucherous, you know drinking uh, party with people you wish you hadn't you, you, seen you're gonna run into your old friends from the using days yeah they're gonna remind you of doing coke yeah it, and then you're gonna do coke that's 100 speaking from personal yeah. experience <laughs> same, yeah same <laughs> once you see the guy that always got you coke and you hadn't seen him in a while you run a risk yeah um, so it ain't worth it so, and then thanksgiving ter- morning you will be feeling yes better. and and that's right You'll feel much better. You can get up early. You can run a 5K. Right. Like the Oyster Bay turkey trot. You can tolerate your mother-in-law all day the next day. Yeah. Uh, The flip side of that, of course, is if everybody else that you know in the whole town is is in one place having fun, you are going to feel frustrated, perhaps lonely in Mm. your sobriety. Yeah. You need to reach out to a sober friend or somebody that is not in that scene that you can talk to. Yeah. It's always compare and despair for me around these times. Um, You see like... I'll, I would see one of my friends who's more successful than I am or, you know, something like that. I do a lot of like envying and making myself feel terrible about, you know, I and I, I fight against that. I think maybe that's human nature to like to look at someone with more than you and, you know, mm-hmm. be a little bit like, man, I wish that were me sure. or something. That's but totally human. nature. So that's going to re- be really tricky. Or you see a cousin who's super successful or some, you know, it's just be happy for them. But be aware of those feelings, <laughs> you know, try and just be happy for your loved ones. Yeah, that's hard. It's hard. It is. Um, <laughs> yeah. So they go from number one to number three here. I don't know. Hmm. That, uh, Two is an unlucky relapse, number. Relapse triggers. Take, properly take care of yourself physically, mentally. Oh, look at that. I'm, I don't know. Uh, keep a non-alcoholic drink in your hand. We did that already. Okay, number four I thought was interesting. Don't be afraid to talk about your recovery. Yeah, I like this one. Show up at the party. Hey, did you know I'm not drinking? <laughs> Hi, I don't drink. Hi, I don't drink. Hi. Hi. Can I get you a drink? No, I don't drink. Did I tell you about my recovery lately? <laughs> uh, sobriety and recovery are losing the stigma they once carried. Most people know someone who has battled addiction. Of course, it's your choice whether you want to talk about your journey. Mm. Just know that you do not have to be afraid to do so. I think it's a better thing to talk about than politics. <laughs> so if you... F- this is a great way out of a politics argument. Just bust in with 
my recovery. Yeah. You know, and just start steering the conversation. When know? I was here three years ago, I was on heroin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, uh, it might be better. And you know what you do? You know what you also get by putting your recovery right out there when you walk in? What's that? The big A. Accountability. 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 Because yes. then, if, then if somebody sees you walking around with a drink later, they're right. going to be like, that douchebag told me he wasn't drinking. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, or let me say it in a nicer way. Yeah, there's, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of truth to that. I, it makes me uncomfortable. That um, my family doesn't drink around me because um, usually I told you we had this discussion yesterday where mm-hmm. um, you said, oh, you have you serve alcohol at holidays. And I yeah. said, yeah, because it doesn't bother me. I know some people enjoy it. They're basically nobody gets wrecked at these parties uh, because wrecked. I don't anymore. But my mother is hosting it this year and she has it in a very long time. And it's my wife and mother-in-law, sister, sister-in-law and, you know, um, and we got a text, and my mom sends out a text that says, there will be no alcohol. Which, I'm like, why is she doing that? Way, like, to, way to burst she, the balloon, mom. Yeah, I'm like, the whole point is, I'm supposed to be able to go or, you know, to go anywhere, be free, and here she is, taking it back to, Nathaniel can't be around alcohol. Uh, see, that's a now, terrible feeling. It's a horrible feeling, and... I'm like, do I argue with her or remind her? Because she's a little forgetful lately. Like, my, I've been sober like five years almost, and I can be around alcohol if you know my sister-in-law and mother-in-law and my wife want to have a glass of something. Right. They probably need it to be around each other. So wait, I, just, I missed that first part because I was previewing. Yes. Your mother just sent this out. Yeah, like yesterday. <laughs> that would. Yeah. That would really. I I, I would feel. I would feel bad about that. I like, feel you know what I mean? horrible. Like, not like I feel like it's my fault. It's not though. I, I that's not why I would feel bad about. It. I would oh. feel bad that she that I would think that she still thinks of me that way. Well, you that know what I mean? too. Like, yeah, that, that would. Well, now that you mention it, sorry. now I feel worse. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I feel much worse now. But <laughs> yeah, like I thought. You know what I mean, it's like you you put in so much work. But yeah, I still you're, need you're to a be... recovery mentor. You we have a podcast about it. Yeah, but and still, your, mo- your mother's like, I'm sorry, we're not serving wine. At the- well, like, this is how on. my parents operate. You know, they're very... But parents are like that, right? They yeah. will always see you the way you were 10 years ago. Right. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to try. I don't know what to do because I feel like I need to rectify this for a couple of reasons. One is to say, Mom, it's okay. You don't have to do that anymore. You should bring the booze. I was thinking about doing that. I'm like, I have to save Thanksgiving by bringing wine. But the, when I say it out loud, it sounds crazy. It does. It and does. So that's what I'm dealing with. Wow. Mm-hmm. So um, keep busy. That's we kind of touched on that, but uh, yeah. But I like this. Don't let yourself. Don't let yourself spend too much time sitting around and chatting with your friends and family members. Don't, don't talk to your family members too much because they will drive you to drink. That is correct. Most often this sitting around can involve or lead to drinking. This year, plan some more engaging activities. Get outside for some ice skating or sledding with the family. Ice skating. Yeah. Plan Yankee swaps. Like... Was that a present swap type of thing? I just think of swingers. <laughs> a what's, a Yan- party. what's a Yankee swap? There's is nobody. that people in New England <laughs> having sex with other people's wives? Like, what is that? <laughs> this is clearly written in New England. <laughs> or other holiday games to engage both the... Oh, see, that's what happened. It didn't print. My printer sucks. Yeah, the um, holiday games are great. What kind of holiday games? So, I mean, like board games, Dope or Nope is fun. These like fun card games or, you know, things that everybody can... 
get involved in the white elephant game. I don't know if you guys, it's a present exchange oh, where yeah. you can yeah, steal yeah. someone's present. Okay. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's like secret Santa with a twist. See, with a of. twist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this didn't print out much. Uh, what are we looking at here? We're at like 40 minutes. Okay. So I think I'd, we could probably wrap it up, right? Well, yeah, because before we did, I just, you know, part of the reason we wanted to do this show so close to Thanksgiving is to wish you again a very happy Thanksgiving. We're thankful for all of you, and I'm thankful for Mike, and I'm thankful that we're still doing this podcast. And um, yeah, what are you thankful for? Well, I'm thankful that you didn't let us kill this thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just so I'm thankful do it. for you uh, in that respect. I'm thankful for you being there. Uh, I, I I appreciate your friendship, and it uh, the last three years have been quite a whirlwind. The best three years of my yes. life, I could say. Yes, and I, I certainly yeah. appreciate my family. I certainly appreciate the fact that I'm gainfully employed. It always helps, uh, you know, and that life is in a, in a pretty good place right now. And and if it's not for you, and you're feeling a little down this Thanksgiving, no, nothing is permanent, right? Yeah. Everything changes, and and if you just keep doing what you're doing or not doing like if you're not drinking don't start <laughs> yeah, wait wait you want to retract that counselor <laughs> um be your own best friend and, and you'll be surprised that one day you're going to turn around and you and and life will be immeasurably better right i mean my life keeps getting better and better and, and that's in no small part because i put down the bottle three plus years ago and the cocaine like more years ago and uh yeah you know it will get better i promise definitely keep your head up keep trying if you fall down get up again it worked for me just never give up and i'm gonna keep doing that because there's always a surprise around the corner and you <laughs> have to be ready for it and so that's what it's we aim to do to some degree <laughs> yes <laughs> also true um so with that um thank you so much for listening um, join us at recovery in the middle ages. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what they say on the radio? Um, and what do we usually say? Oh, check us out on, uh, Apple podcasts app. I don't have the outline. I used to, we've only done this 93 times. <laughs> Give it, drop us a review. Uh, great reviews will be read on the air. Um, you could join the Facebook group, which is open to the world. You just search recovery in the middle ages on Facebook and there's plenty of uh, monsters on there that uh, you can reach out to during uh, the holiday season. I thought you were going to say no normal business hours <laughs> for a minute normal. there. <laughs> uh, I'm getting into work mode. It's yeah. like starting to take over. So yeah. um, with with that all said, and as we said. There you go. That That's it. Non proficiat perfectum. That's progress, not perfection. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Stay fresh. Cheers, Bye.